Hello and welcome to Doatan. It's a weekly podcast that brings you human rights stories from Myanmar. It's brought to you by Frontier Myanmar in association with Fondation Hirondelle. This week, fighting between the military and local resistance groups has spiralled into a major conflict in the Myanmar states of Chin and Kaya. Hundreds of thousands of people are believed to be displaced, and many are cut off from aid. We speak with displaced people and those trying to get aid to them. This story is by journalists from Frontier Myanmar. In a small village in the hard-to-reach area of Chin Hills, a group of displaced people have managed to catch a chicken and eat it. One of the men, Koman, told us that after a grueling journey, they've been eating well for two days. Some days we eat porridge or yum yum noodles, and other days we eat potato or dry ramen noodles. We had good meals yesterday and today. We were afraid of the Myanmar soldiers eating them when they come. So we killed chicken and pigs in the village and cooked them. We have been catching chickens since yesterday with the permission of the villagers. Koman is an internally displaced person, or IDP, who had to flee his home in Mindat in Chin State. Conflict was triggered in Mindat after four women and three men were arrested during an anti-coup rally in Mindat on April 24. Tensions between the military troops and Mindat residents rose following that night due to the Myanmar army's refusal to release the seven detainees. The firearm battle that began that day soon escalated into bombings of homes using artillery shells. When the junta's forces stormed Mindat, they captured a number of young men and have been accused of using human shields. Koman fled his home in Mindat seeking safety. He spent two nights in the jungle as he travelled on foot to the village where he is now staying. At one point, they were forced to relocate again when they heard gunfire approaching. Koman feels like they are being hunted down. It's like our situation is like a house by the sea. We were in the living room, but we went into the kitchen when the killer entered the living room. Another shot was fired into the kitchen, and we were about to jump out of the window and into the sea. With no vehicles to transport the IDPs, they're travelling up and down steep mountains on foot. It's a dangerous journey, and some have turned back or got lost along the way. Command told Dotan they are in urgent need of food and medicine, as well as tarpaulins and blankets for the rainy season. However, there have been cases of security forces arresting people trying to donate to the IDPs, and they're stopping vehicles to take the aid. People who buy large quantities of drugs from pharmacies have also been stopped and searched by the military. All the main access routes to Mindat and the IDP villages have been closed, making it harder for the help from donors to get through. As well as Mindat, the people of Hakka and Kampetlet in Chin State are also fleeing the fighting. There are around 20,000 IDPs in Mindat Township, including women and children. A six-day-old baby boy died during the exodus, and sadly, a baby fell off a cliff on the steep journey and also died. We spoke with one Mindat resident who is now displaced. Women have to run with only one piece of clothing, so there is a shortage of women's sanitary pads. Other pregnant women also have some difficulties. Because of the conflict, pregnant women do not have access to health care. 
pregnant women do not receive vaccination in time. Some expectant mothers give birth to babies while fleeing the war in Mindad. Children also suffer from malnutrition, diarrhea, and illness due to poor living conditions. Health problems are also a problem for the IDPs in Kayar State, who are struggling to access clean water. The military has increasingly cracked down on Magwe, Sagaing, and Mandalay regions in central Myanmar and Chin and Kayar states, where the people are taking up arms against the military. In the town of Dimorso in Kaya State, fighting between locals and the military has been underway since May 21st. The town is currently under siege on all four sides, according to locals. Locals in the town are limited to using one phone network, MITEL, and the electricity supply has reportedly been cut off since the shootings and hasn't been restored. A local woman told us that artillery shelling was heard in Loiko every day from the military's artillery regiment. They've been firing artillery shells from Loiko towards Dimoso and Mobie towns. Loiko's access road is closed, so food aid for the IDPs from elsewhere in Myanmar can't get through. Locals are under curfew and can only go outside between 6 and 10 a.m. Shops in Myoma Market are now empty of supplies. The situation is only going to gas walks. The main thing is that we are more worried about the ITBs. It's was reported that the locals were fleeing the war at the fork of the mountain in Liling. We have already bought relief supplies, but that morning we could not contact the ITBs because of the military artillery shelling. That's a woman who is trying to help the IDPs in Kaya State. Aid workers estimate there are more than 100,000 IDPs in Kaya State, but it's hard to know the exact number of people currently fleeing and seeking safety. As of May 31, about 151,000 people all around Myanmar had been displaced by fighting and security concerns, according to UN OCHA. These include IDPs from Kaya, Kayin and Mon states, eastern Bago region, and those from southern Myanmar. Most of the IDPs are in dire need of basic food, medicine and shelter as the rainy season approaches. I want organizations like the UN and the ICRC to try and help the IDPs. The IDPs will be a little safer only if IDP camps are opened officially. Another thing is that when donors donate to the IDPs, they donate individually, but their security is not guaranteed. Therefore, I want the big organizations to make it possible for donors to come and donate through official channels by negotiating with the State Administration Council. Otherwise, supplies from the individual donors and small charitable organizations will be difficult to reach for the ITPs. On the other hand, it is difficult to send relief items to them, and the ITPs may go hungry. That's a Chin woman who is assisting the IDPs. The United Nations and NGOs in Myanmar have said they're ready to provide humanitarian assistance to the IDPs and they've called on security forces to allow direct access to those most in need. So far, the State Administration Council, led by the military, has not responded. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Doatan. You can listen to our podcast via Frontier Myanmar's website and Facebook page and also our Doatan Facebook page. Our podcast can be found on SoundCloud, YouTube and iTunes. 
You can also listen live every Saturday night from 9 to 10 p.m. and Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on Voice of America Radio. The project to support human rights reporting is a partnership between Frontier Myanmar and Fondation Hirondel, and it's made with the support of our donors. Thanks for staying with us while broadcasting. Have a nice day.